Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Judy. And, and we're we are Women, Women of Watermark. Watermark. We welcome you to take this journey with us. We have over 40 years of communication and marketing experience that we're looking forward to sharing with you today. We're going to share with you our guests, uh, people that we've done business with, people that are experts in the industry, and really just have a lot of fun talking about marketing, communications, business strategies, and solving the problems that you might be having in your business. So welcome for the journey. We look forward to uh, engaging with you. It is our absolute pleasure to bring our very, very good friend, Julie No here to Women of Watermark. Welcome, Julie. Thanks for visiting us today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Julie is a good friend and a fellow Rotarian. We've, I've known you for at least 20 years. However, I first met you through your insurance company. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and also what you do? Of course. Oh, so I'm Julie No. I own a state farm agency locally in town, actually right in downtown Old Town Temecula. I've had it for quite a few years. <laughs> quite a few years. And um, just love what I'm doing with it. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a good, it's, it's been a lot of growing, a lot of pains, a lot of successes, but it's been a lot, a lot of fun. Well, you do a great job. Oh, well, thank you. I, my team does a great job, so I appreciate that. They're amazing. <laughs> they have a good leader, and you have set yes. a good culture. Thanks. And talking about culture mm-hmm. and customers, I, I've had the wonderful experience of interacting with you and with your team. Unfortunately, for a little period, uh, people like to hit my car, so I've had a few <laughs> of those conversations. Yeah, Judy had a car with a target on it. I, I think know. I did that little mini Cooper, man. Everybody yes. wanted to run into me. But... You know, as we, as you have customers, mm-hmm. you have customers that are going through many different stages of their life, and it's often referred to as the customer journey. Yes. So today we're really talking about the customer journey. So how would you explain the customer journey in your particular business? So I, in my particular business, we, we find customers, I, we always see there's just some four categories, right? In their 20s, their 30s, 40s. And then in those categories are stages, whether they're beginning their business, growing their business, possibly selling their business, all these stages that they're in. So for me, my my idea of a customer journey is I meet them where they're at and then we grow with them. Um, we, we're the ones that look out for the potholes. We're the ones <laughs> that look out for the, everything that we think might happen. We warn them about it and then we work with them through it to get them over it. And unfortunately, if they jump into it or are getting into it without <laughs> like you get getting hit, um, then we help them through that, through that process. And, and so for us, it's the customer journey is something that we meet them wherever they're at. And then we jump in with them. And when you say you meet them wherever they're at, how do you get introduced to them? Ah, so whether they come to me by, are you talking about where they come to me by internet referrals? Uh-huh. Yeah, internet referrals, a lot of referrals, um, the networking that we do in town. Um, so things like the Chamber of Commerce, we do a lot of work with them. So we meet a lot of our clients that way. When I say we meet them where they're at, one of my first things that I like to do with my clients is be beyond them getting a quote and doing all that, I love to sit down with them. So anytime a client comes to me new from out of state or anywhere like that, first thing is my team knows you need to meet with Julie. We're going to sit you down for 20, 30 minutes, and she just needs to get to know you. And for me, the way I describe it is I just want to know your insurance philosophy. 
Where do oh. you see me? Where do you see insurance coming into your life? Where do you not want it to come into your life? And you'd be surprised at all the different answers. You just think, I'd never want to meet you, or no, I need you there because I'm doing this and that. So we learn a lot about them through that first 20, 30 minutes of understanding their philosophy on insurance. So in all fair disclosure, you're uh -huh. my insurance agent yeah. too. <laughs> and I came to you later because the insurance agent that I had for many, many years, mm -hmm. unfortunately, he passed away. Yes. And there was no succession plan for him. Yes. So... I knew you from Rotary. I enjoyed your company. You're a good friend. I thought, well, I'm going to call Julie. And you are absolutely right. It was a very different experience with you yeah. than it was with my former insurance person. Nothing against him. Yeah. It was just like, what do you want? And sent it to me versus what do you need? Yeah. Right. And having that question. And that conversation. Yep. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read something really quick because I kind of want to say the official sort of definition of customer journey, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk a little bit more about how each of these elements uh, apply in your particular business. Okay. So the customer journey is a total totality of cognitive, affective, sensory, and behavioral consumer responses during all stages of the consumption process, including pre-purchase, consumption, and post purchase stages. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of words. And <laughs> a lot you know, of big words. If someone were to look at that, that might make their brain explode. So let's break this down a little okay. bit and talk. Let's start with the pre-purchase. So mm -hmm. you're meeting somebody that has not purchased from you, mm -hmm. uh, may not even be thinking about insurance. What is your strategy or the way that you meet them in that particular stage of their customer journey? So for us, and, and this is a training with all my team because if they don't talk to me it's everybody is I, I'll get this question I need business insurance and our first thing is never well how much do you need it's what do you do right you mm -hmm. know what is it that you're doing what is your business because there's so many risk factors to everything but we get it sometimes it's just everybody will use normal insurance mm -hmm. agents right will mm -hmm. usually ask great how much do you need and that's it. And they don't understand the business. And I've really taught my two uh, client client relationships people, uh, Lisa and Alexis, really ask them, what do you do? What is it that you're doing? We really need to understand that because that begins their journey with us where you're talking about cognitive and all of that. It really, and it gives us an understanding of who they are as they're describing what they do. And when you explain, I mean, when you get a better understanding of what they do, mm -hmm. they may think they need business insurance, but if they're having a fleet of trucks as part of their mm -hmm. business, oh yeah, they need business insurance, but they probably need all these other things that have to do with their vehicles. Absolutely. And most of the time they don't realize it because right. they're so, you, I always use this term with my clients, you don't know what you don't know. Right. right? So when you start a business, you think I just need to get into the building. Oh wait, I just hired my first employee. Oh my gosh, you know, I need, so it really is. And I also ask him, where do you see yourself in a few years? Like what, what does this look like? Because what we want to do is every two years, 18 to 24 months is what I usually say, call you and let's see where you're at. You know, have you hired your fifth employee? And oh my gosh, as we all know, employee, uh, retention is high. Um, things like that. So not high, sorry. And, Turnover. Turnover is high. Yep. So what we're looking at is, are you protected as an employer? Right. And so when you have that two to three person team, you're so like family, and all of a sudden you grow to that fifth person, and family gets a little bit more difficult to handle. Mm -hmm. It changes things. It changes the dynamic. So now all of a sudden, do you need employee protection? Right. You know, so employer protection. So that's the journey that we go through. I think what I love about this process, having been through it and then hearing you talk about it, 
is it's not about you selling Julie Knows State Farm Insurance Agency. It's like, tell me what you do. It's mm-hmm. like starting the conversation mm-hmm. so that it's not overwhelming. Yeah. You know, whether it's insurance or mortgage or banking or whatever, all of those things can be a lot. Well, and I think that is also that second stage, that consumption. How do you walk your clients through helping them understand what they don't know? So we go through a lot of scenarios. Um, If you're a first-time homeowner, I will get you your insurance, get you everything, get you in your house, but you expect a call from us about 45 days after escrow closes. You're going to come back to the table, and whether it's on the phone, that consumption side is, let's talk about what insurance now does for you. Because most people don't understand it. They could be first-time homebuyers. They may be fifth-time homebuyers, but yet never have filed a claim. So, And they here's the question I always get can I file that claim? Is that a claim? I don't know. Should I call my insurance agent? So it's always good again, 18 to 24 months, or even right after escrow closes within 30 to 45 days, going through that. These are the things that you may want to look out for. This is the reason why you should pick up the phone and call me and ask me a question. You know, Mm -hmm. things like that, because you're right. They don't know what they don't know. And I want to give them examples of things that might trigger a phone call because I'd rather them call me. I always say, I'd rather you call me than not know, let it go, and then it becomes... And be unprotected. Um, yeah, it, it could go crazy from there. So just give me mm-hmm. a call and I'll, I'll work through it with you. Insurance is one of those things that you don't appreciate it till you need it. Oh my yes. goodness. <laughs> so what are some of the ways that you convey the value of being prepared and having the right coverage? So back to scenarios, I tell a lot of those, you know, my clients, a lot of times you're right. They don't know until they get into that and they go, oh, number one, claims suck. They just do. (laughs) It's just, it's a disruption. It's hard. You have a job, you have, you're working, you've got kids, you've got all these things. And then all of a sudden you have repairmen coming. You've got your car at the body shop. You're constantly fielding calls from people about the claim. So it's a lot. So one of the things that we like to do is walk them through that process at the very beginning and then work through different scenarios with them. It always goes back to scenarios. I, anytime you sit down with me in 18 or 24 months, we go through scenarios, you know, different claims that my clients have gone through without naming them, but at least giving them, here's what happened to one client, here's what happened to another, and it kind of gets their minds moving. I always say, check this, check that. You know, after a big rain, walk around and look up. Check your roof. You never know. <laughs> you know, just check everything. If you walk on the floor and all of a sudden there's, this feels weird, you might want to check that out. Don't <laughs> let it go. Don't let anything go. It's your it's your biggest asset. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, home oh, ownership, absolutely. business ownership, that's the biggest thing you're ever going to do. So just make sure you check it out. Check into it every day. Wow. And having them prepared for those scenarios really kind of rolls right into the post-purchase. And with insurance, it's different than like, you know, buying a cookie or something. Mm-hmm. Post-purchase is kind of yummy. But with, <laughs> yeah. with you, uh, that one. <laughs> post-purchase is, I've just been hit by a car. I mean, I've had this conversation mm-hmm. with you. And Multiple even though, times. I <laughs> and herself with a bike. Oh, I know. Oh, that one was, let's yeah. not even go yeah, there. Yeah, exercise kills people. But, uh, you know, 
in this day and age, you and with State Farm specifically, it's really easy to file a claim yes. online or on mobile device. Mm-hmm. However, when you're in that moment and you've just been hit or you've just you know experienced this shock, you know I appreciated how you always answered the phone and <laughs> you usually say, okay, now you just go online and do this. Yeah. But you know you were always very gracious and you always make sure that there's somebody follows up and mm-hmm. somebody from your staff is on it. So let's talk about that post-purchase process specifically with insurance. I think we forget as um, insurance agents, insurance companies, that they need us the most at the time of a claim. Um, I used to work for a bigger corporate, they weren't bigger than State Farm, but it was just a 1-800 number. So I was part of a a crew of 4,000 people. And one of the things that I always want to differentiate was that claims process, because you can pay me every month and I appreciate it, you know, but when you need me, I'd better be there because that's why you're paying me every month. And so we've always made that from the first day I opened my doors. So when I first opened, I had no clients, zero, right? So it was easy to have this red folder. And the red folder on my desk meant that if there was a claim, you put it in there. And in the mornings, I'd check the red folder and I'd start calling if there was going to But that was easy when I didn't have as many clients. <laughs> now um, we get about 10, 15 a week. I don't have the red folder, but I do have a process where we call within 72 hours, the, the office calls, because you can file your claim anyway. Mm-hmm. So within 72 hours, somebody from my team should be giving you a call just to check in. State Farm may have already called you themselves, but my team needs to have checked in with you within 72 hours. Then from there, we have specific time frames where we're either checking the file or just seeing if a payment was made or one of the question, things we say in that 72-hour call is, please call our office if there's any stall or anything you're uncomfortable with. Just give us a call because we can process through that journey for you. Um, so that's how we kind of get through that part of it. Did I answer that question? I think you, you did. Yeah, okay. very well, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. One of the things you keep going back to is your team, your staff, mm-hmm. your training. You have built a culture of customer care, mm-hmm. right? It's not just about the monthly payment. No. You don't just get a call if you missed a payment. You you get a call for your checkup, right? For mm-hmm. your check-in or however you want to call that yes. or what, what you refer to it. How do you train your staff to keep that culture of customer care front and center? You know, it's funny. We talk about that constantly in the office. And I can give you so many examples of how they're amazing because they've taken that culture to heart. So even up to the point where when we call for payments, you're going to miss a payment once or twice, right? And we have clients that miss them almost every month. It's okay. We never call about the missed payment. We call to ask, how can we help? What's going on? How can we help? I actually had a client tell me once, and he's still with me 14 years later. He said to me, I love the fact that when I missed my payments, because he was going through a lot of things back Mm -hmm. then, and he said, you've never made me feel bad. Because the question we always ask, how can we help? You know, we, you have to make it because it is insurance, right? There are timeframes that are due, but how can we help? Can we break that payment up? It's a little bit more work for us. Corporate probably hates it, but we're willing to, we're willing to help. You know, right. if it's $25 till you get to it, if it's making it a couple of days late, but you're going to make $50 today and the rest in a couple of days, we can help you kind of break it up. And, and at least if you're, if you're working with us, we absolutely will work with you. But that's usually the culture in the office. How can we help you? It's not about making the payment. It's not about anything. And I think my girls have taken that to heart because 
I mean, they cry with clients. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they cheer with I just, before I came here, I signed a card because a client called to pay off his mortgage. So we sent him my congratulations, oh, you know, nice. because that's a big deal. Yep. Um, and he's retired. So that was a really big deal. We, I had another client, his wife went in uh, because of Alzheimer. He finally had to put her in a home and he had no, nobody here to help him. And one of my team members gathered all my team on a Saturday to help him with his garage sale. Because it was Aww. only him. And so that's hard to be in the house and outside. And so they went over there and helped him with his garage sale. And I was like, wow. And all on their own. But you lead that. Because I, I know. Tell us about the, the, the monthly book. Uh, the book of the month you guys go through you were telling me you yes. my team is reading this book i remember yeah. it's like i like that book it's my favorite yeah so tell us a little bit about that we try to get through a book not quite a month but every other month we could go through something some type of a book whether it's a they don't want like self they don't want to call them self-help books but they're leadership more, yeah they're, they're more, more leadership. leadership books or just more about us like mm -hmm. how do how do we grow as people so that we can be better humans for others and so it's a constant be do better be better or whatever that is well and you emulate that i mean and you bring your team along i know mm -hmm. we talk a lot about rotary here but you know with a lot of the things you not just do with rotary but throughout the mm -hmm. community a, a lot of team involvement absolutely everything we do really has team involvement they like to be there they can't always be there physically but right. behind the scenes, they're doing something, whether it's collecting blankets and making sure they're stored well, or um, during the Christmas dinner, fielding the phone calls as they're fielding their own phone calls, they're fielding the office phone calls to the point where sometimes they're like, can you take the office call number off the dinner thing? And I say, nope. So they go, okay. <laughs> but it's it's a hundred calls a day sometimes right. that they're fielding between business and my nonprofit stuff. <laughs> so, like, so I just want to back up a little bit because we refer to Rotary, but some people may not know oh, what Rotary yes. is. That's true. So, Judy. Judy. <laughs> I wonder why I get that question. <laughs> what is it? In-district governor nominee designee? Designee. There's a lot of acronyms behind my name these days. <laughs> um, yes, Rotary is an over 117-year-old organization that is really focused, the simplest way to say it is service above self. So mm -hmm. leaders in our community, 1.2 million around the world, actually, that um, focus on service above self. And they not only work on their business, but they make sure they're giving back to the community they're serving others in the community and it's just a wonderful group of human beings that uh, work together to help others thank you yes you know and it's funny you said that about it's a it's a group of business owners and some individuals and everything it's about business but it's really never about business it's, no, it's it, not no. a networking organization <laughs> that, yeah and that's the amazing part about it because it is about business but it's not because you make lifelong friends right? right my two friends in front of me but yet it's not. It's so weird. I, it's probably one of the things I love about Rotary is I can just be, um, and it, it just works. Yeah. I, I really think it, love it. It, it attracts business owners and leaders because of the nature of, of how it works and the, mm -hmm. and the different areas of service that you can get involved yes. with, right? So I think birds of a feather flock together. So it tends to be business leaders, but I, I, I concur with you, Julie. We want to make sure people don't think it's not something you're going to go market your business no, at. No, no. Even mentioning your business costs you money. <laughs> so um, all money for a good cause, but there are yes. fines involved. But then it just, it still works out, right? Because you, you do you do business with people you like knowing. Well, that's how I met respect. you. Yeah. Right, that's true. Well, and, and to that point, 
I said I wasn't going to say that, but you I just did. did. Said that. To that point, <laughs> you know, people trust is a huge part of doing business and Absolutely. a huge part of getting involved with somebody as they're going through their journey mm-hmm. of, of life specifically for what you're doing. Tell us how important and what elements have you put into place to to do that, to to build that trust with your customers. You know, we do it really we hope from the very beginning. So when they walk in, understanding who they are and what they're looking for first, because their needs and wants come way before our needs and wants. So asking, what, tell me about your business so that I can understand it. We talk about a lot about efficiency of money. How do you want insurance to play a part of that? Because that's going to be how you want to pay. How much do you want to pay for insurance really comes into mm-hmm. that, right? Um, we also start at every level of the family. It's funny, you know, when I first started, I did a lot of work at people's homes. Nowadays, it's a little bit less, but I still go out to my clients' homes a lot. And my favorite thing has been watching their kids grow. That's been one of my favorite journeys. I mean, I remember, I'll I'll tell them, my gosh, I remember when you were running around your parents' table in the living room, your mom's screaming at you. And now here you are insuring an engagement ring. You know, those are like... Or getting that drive, the the car insurance. Yes, or that talk for me. Because they always walk in, hi, Miss Julie. Mom said I had to come talk to you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I love that journey. And Mm -hmm. so that's, I think, where that trust is. is It's from the very beginning, I hope, that my team conveys that it's never about our needs and wants. It's always going to be about yours. We're always there to work through those needs and wants with you, but it is always about about what you need and want. One of the things um, in our business, in marketing and communication, is helping people build trust, right? Mm -hmm. Building trust and credibility, there's a formula, and one of the key parts of that formula, I'm not gonna give away the secret sauce yet, (laughs) is communication. Yes. Consistent communication, Mm -hmm. and I think from personal experience, your team does an exemplary job, and you're always trying new types of communication, yes. right, that may be uncomfortable for some to start, or I don't see the benefit or the value, but one of the things that we notice as professionals is that it's always on brand, it's always on point, and it really differentiates yourself from other state farm or other mm-hmm. insurance agents. So, you know, that, that has to be reflected back to you to let you know that you're doing a really good job yeah, kudos on, on the social media marketing thank you, great you. Job. well among, among other pieces good <laughs> good drip email campaigns all you know and i even get those wonderful letters periodically thank you and we and you know we always try to support local so our we're actually trying to we're going to start a new partnership with another place but our birthday okay our birthday dessert is from campini's Oh, Everybody nice. Everybody say that. But yeah, so on your birthday, you should start getting certificates from Campini's for a little birthday dessert. And uh, our social media is all, uh, Ranchwood is oh. doing our social media. Very He's good. doing a good job. They yeah. are doing a good job. Yeah, they're doing a good job. We see really bad. <laughs> so we like to recognize <laughs> really good. good. And that means yes. so much coming from you guys. Because <laughs> yes, I know you're, you guys are way up here, so I so appreciate it. <laughs> you do a really good job. Thank you. So Thanks. it needs to be acknowledged. Thank Absolutely. You. Well, thank you for taking Absolutely. this journey with us. Yeah. And, and do you have any final thoughts about customer journeys and, and what you want to say today? I think that um, nowadays it is all about the customer experience. And so no matter what you do, I hope that you put a plan together to really 
walk your clients through an experience no matter what you're doing selling them a donut selling them insurance or selling them a piece of furniture it's all about an experience and a journey so i hope i answered everyone's question i think you did too you did a fabulous job and you're a great example of that i would add make it consistent and make it consistent for sure absolutely because we like to start and end and start again right exactly (laughs) so thanks for joining us julie today was great thanks For more information, visit watermarkassociates.com. That's watermarkassociates, all spelled out, forward slash podcast. You'll find today's resources on there, and you'll have the opportunity to give us your comments or suggestions for future episodes. We look forward to you tuning in for the next time, and hopefully we'll hear what you have to say. 